What's up? Back again. Straight oh, knowledge. Oh, shit. Week seven. Oh, what a week. Lots to talk about. We're here. Lots to talk about, man. From everything from Tuka Rask opting out to the NFL training camp, football. Got some golf right down the street. Let's do it. Got some NBA on the way. Some playoffs. Playoff hockey. Amazing, man. That shit's been awesome. We've gone from nothing to everything. Yeah, man. That That's... It's been amazing i can't I, I can't be much more appreciated the playoffs for the nba has been good nothing's a total dumpster fire yet except for the boston red sox hey so, they won today they won today yeah they're they're, they're uh, one to nine in their last 10 games so uh, yeah back. that's that's not good 10 games back with like three games to play that's but hey why, why don't we uh you want to go on we just get into mlb since well actually no now let's save mlb for, for, for a little later but yeah i mean hey they won today good good for them but, Speaking of other teams that played today, the Boston Bruins. Yeah, good, good, good day. They they advance advance to Tampa Bay next. They play Tampa next. Uh, they did it without Tuca. They they've been playing pretty good, pretty yep, good. So like like I told you earlier, all I know is what Bill Burr tells me about hockey. And Tuka Rask left the team, opted out because he was having a child. Now, is that what else? What else belongs to that story? No, well, from what I heard, um, from obviously what everybody else had, no one really knows because Tuca hasn't came out and said anything himself. Okay. All right, so everything is coming through other people. Um, it's all speculation. What, what, yeah, so what I think it's really weird is that he, obviously, after the press conference, the first day, he already has, he has a four-month daughter at home. He, he, has, he didn't have a newborn. Oh, I thought and, it was unless, like... unless his wife was... Pregnant or something, and she was had like a, a deer and made one in four months. Then, Good for them. But he nope. has a four month at home. Okay. So he their knew. GM said, uh, Sweeney Don Sweeney that the family's okay, that there's no family issues anymore. Yeah. Tuca has came out and said to uh, the morning show Greg Hill that he had a family emergency. Okay. So he had to go home. That That is what came out. He said eventually yeah. he's going to come out and he'll go on the show and talk, which is, it, it's weird. Like, I just don't understand why he doesn't say family emergency yeah. at the beginning. Why don't you just say that at the beginning? Because he doesn't want to say, my dad got COVID. And that could be it. Yep. I mean, who knows? But I, from what I heard, I guess he got a phone call from his daughter, and his daughter said something that really triggered him into Wait, the going. four-month-old called? No, like, he, he has he has three of them. <laughs> he he has three of them, but he from yeah one of them called and said something. But he I guess he was struggling because if you you kind of put the words together from Don Sweeney's statement that you know he they knew something kind of was coming. So he, and obviously his comments after that game the other day was not good. You know, saying that this was dull. This doesn't yeah, feel yeah, yeah. like playoffs. I, just don't, I don't like. You can just tell that he wasn't there. So, I, me, I think maybe someone either possibly could have said something and was like, "Dude, if you're not here, you're not here." And then, dude, every we got the. He still hasn't even called Cassidy, which I believe is the weirdest thing. Whatever. Cassidy comes out and says the head coach. He's like the Finland version of Antonio Brown. How don't you call right? And that's what I mean, though. Like, he, there's no talks of him coming back if he had a family okay. emergency. These guys have family emergencies in the NBA, and they come back. They may make a pit stop for some Lou William wings. Yeah, but, but how, they come back. Okay, but how much money is Tugarask making? Seven million dollars. Okay. So if I was getting paid $7 million a year to do my job, do you think I would have to call my boss if I just left and went home? 
I was a seven million dollar asset to the company, and I just no. But out of respect for your team, like to get him prepared, like you, I'm the starting goalie. Goalie, hey, yeah. it, it's freaking uh, the goalie. Nine, it, eight a.m. Nine. The coach, the game's at twelve. Coach is probably on the way there. You know what I mean? Like, you're not going to call it, your but coach? But it's, it's not the first game. You know what I mean? Drew, like, he still hasn't talked to the coach. All right. Well, then. I mean, what's wants, up with maybe that? Maybe he wants to put himself in the same situation as, like, these NFL players that want to opt out. Because when they come back to the team next season or whenever they come back, like, don't expect to have a spot. Like, like what, what's. Yeah, right. That's what I mean. And he, he's up next year. He was already talking retirement. Then like, good. he just wasn't there. He can't play in Boston again. He's but. Done. The people who are saying he doesn't owe anybody apology, you're right, he doesn't owe anybody apology, but he owes his team an apology he for needs, just he quitting. Needs to sell, tell somebody he just left. Right, like you got. We all worked at a place or had somebody. On the all team you got to do is say family bounce. emergency. That's yeah. it. We understand that. Everybody understands that, but you don't want to say that. He's like, oh, kids are off limits. Right, I agree. Kids are off yeah, limits. Yeah, I don't care what but, happened to but your But who kid. bring up the kid situation? Yeah, you, you did. did. You did. You did. I didn't say anything about I, I, You did. So if yeah. you want to elaborate on that, then that's on you. But you're the one. No one brings. Just say family. Yeah. Family emergency, we're fine with that. But you haven't said anything. My dog got COVID. You want to text. You can text Dale Arnold and you can call Greg Hill, but you can't pick up your, your head coach's phone call? Yeah, yeah. That's weird, bro. You can't. Like, you're, this you're, dude gave up on Finland. He gave up on the Bruins for a month like, well, oh, I was sick. I didn't feel good. Even that last day of that regular season game when that was in a very important game. Oh, I'm not playing today. If you don't have a history of this, then okay. You know what I mean? This Patrice Bergeron, someone else. Gotcha. Well, then, well, then you know. You know, you know it's, you know, he's not coming back. You, I, you don't, nobody wants him back. Because we've, we've been on that team too where like the guy left and came back or you know, somebody was a real asshole, and then everybody just looks at him like that's the guy. Well, that's that's the thing too. There's no talk of him coming back. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he just like what? The, yeah. So the family emergency is good. It's all settled. Like, so that's it. Well, yeah, we, we played football with the guy in high school who was on the sideline, couldn't go into the game because he was crying that his feet were cold. Yeah. So nobody but, like nobody liked you after that. You're done. Sorry. That's the equivalent. Okay. Yeah, I mean, Halas played all right. I mean, tonight he played. Today he played real good. He let up that one goal, but that was like impossible. That was top. It's top block aside. That was a tough goal right there. But I mean, other I mean, than it's that, not gonna say. I'm not gonna say it's easy to step into that situation. But of all the situations to step into, it's a pretty ideal one. So just do your job. Right. And. You know? I mean, even if he wants to come back, I'd say screw it. You're backing up. Like we can't depend on you if you're gonna leave. Or you know what I'm saying? Like Halak, he he's right. played good. He's rallied around the troops. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like like let's go, go with him. Krejci's playing amazing right now. I think this is the best I've ever seen Krejci play. Coyle stepped up real good. They're playing Tampa Bay, who looked really good too. Um, so that'll be the real test then. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, cause then then you're gonna have the Flyers, and then. Uh, well, the fly is still. Yeah, I don't think the flies are looking so good. Well, no, I mean I think that they'll close it out tonight. I believe they play that they'll close it out tonight. But they were right. I mean, the first game that they struggled, but they they obviously they've been they, out of the gate on this restart. They they had a good real start, so I think they'll close it out tonight, and then um, they'll end up be playing. Uh, who are they playing in the other that other league? I can't even. Uh, Flyers would be playing. Uh, uh, whatever. But uh, the Flyers should win that series, and 
Yeah, Colorado looks great out of the West. I like Colorado. They they're yeah. smashing Arizona right now. Vegas, they they look good. Vegas too, is already so. done. They they're just chilling in the whatever bubble they're in. Yeah, it's gonna come down to them in Colorado. And but I it's Colorado it's business as usual the in the NHL. You know what I mean? Like the teams that we thought were gonna be doing well are doing. There's a couple close series, but besides that, yeah, I'm I'm just know? glad the Bruins closed it out today. Pasta got in there to get. Uh, Get his legs back a little bit. Get some rest now for the next series because Tampa is going to be the real challenge. Let's see. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll take a bigger jump into that. Hopefully, I can't wait for that. That's going to be amazing. Now, is there anything on the NFL side that frightened you this week? Frightened me? No. I mean, no, nothing, nothing really, happened, really right? right? Nothing nothing really happened. You know, they just, I don't watch hard knocks. Nah, the, none of these teams I'm interested in, they're garbage. I'm just trying to read up as much as w- what I can with the Pats. I can't go to preseason this year, so I'm disappointed in that. I usually always go to that, but I heard Kyle Duggar looks real good. Um, and did they say, I thought something came out yesterday about fans at Gillette too. Uh, the fan situation, there's going to be none in the first month. Okay. So it depends on the team and the state. Like Casey's going to have about 22% capacity for the first month. Yeah. And Vegas and Washington already come out and said they're not going to have any fans all year. Which is weird because some colleges like Alabama, you know, they said they're going to have 20% capacity in 2020. Georgia said they're going to have up to 23,000 fans. So, I but mean. In a, in a, but in a stadium that holds 80,000, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just like the bottom bowl. You know what I mean? Like right. Half the stadium's gonna more than half the stadium's gonna be empty. Right, but uh, you're gonna have a lot less careless people too, drunken college kids, yeah. and just the mess, and just I mean, you have colleges that ain't you, even you playing, make, and this team's uh, make the college kids just stay home, party at home, watch the game. Yeah, I mean, give them a beer stipend of some sort. Say sorry about it. I, I well, I've seen a lot of colleges. What they're doing is they're actually hiring like local police to try to. Calm down some of the freaking shit. I'm sure there's going to be riots, dude, at schools. You kidding me? You think these college kids are going to be sitting there? Their team's not playing. A kid from Michigan. They can't go to a party. They can't, And they're freaking watching Alabama play. They're right. going to be pretty upset. You know what I mean? Dude, I mean, I mean, this is my new business model anyway. Is like somebody should just have the baddest man cave like house set up, you know? Yeah. Just do some sort of like Jake Paul house party. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, those are the best on Sundays. You just go there, get a keg, get you a know? bunch of TVs. At that point, you have a kegerator in the house. You Damn know what I'm right. saying? Like, Attached to the grill. But, yeah, other than that, man, I'm excited, man. They, they, they also said no cheerleaders or mascots, you know. They, they're trying to... Uh, I wasn't really worried about them. They don't really get that much airtime anyway, but... But they might. They, they're yeah. going to have. They're gonna be virtual. Virtual cheerleaders. Yeah, virtual mascots. You know it. They're also going to have, uh, considering uh, sound, sound being played from fans. You've seen that? Didn't we talk about that last week? Yeah, well, we talked that? about the fake sound. Yeah, the fake sound. They were considering that. That's what baseball does. Other than that, I mean, Darius Geis got released by Washington, accused of rape at LSU. Tight ends, Kelsey and Kittle <laughs> signed for some big money. Some big money for those tight ends. Kittle, set record set, and then Kelsey. Which one? If you had to take That's... one, those are clearly the two best tight ends. Which one are you taking? Which one are you taking, Kittle or uh, Kelsey? I think like, I'll answer for you. I'm taking. I'm taking Kittle. All right. I. I mean, I was gonna say like I'm taking both Kittle. in their prime. I'll take Kelsey. Like that dude's big. He's strong. He can run and catch. Up. He's a good dude. Um, but Kittle is 
nasty too. So Kittle, what are you gonna do? oh, he's a man beast, man. He runs so hard. You need at least like four guys to bring him down. What are you gonna do? You you want to see a good? Dude let's get up. let's get him and Christian McCaffrey on the same team, and then I mean, Patrick Mahomes is pretty close to a white guy. So I mean, there'd be a lot of really like good white guys in those key positions. Yeah, well, I mean, Mahomes, I don't, I don't think you can consider him white. Not old white. Right, I mean, come on. He's about, hey, he already has Kelsey. Other than that, he has Tyreek. So, you guys, they're going to be good, man. They're going to be tough to beat. But I, I like the Pats, man. I'm telling you. This kid, Kyle Duggar, they're saying looks real good. Our secondary is amazing already, you know. it's. I see how these linebackers come, come together. You know, and I think the wide receivers, if they can take some kind of step, they said Asi Asi, the uh, tight end that we got drafted out of UCLA, has been doing a lot of good work with the with the ones. So, uh, well, I mean, we'll see how that is, man. Having Cam Newton, it's all everything's in the air now. Like anything's possible. Yeah, I'm just. Excited. You went from having a quarterback that has almost zero mobility to one that has. Above average. I'm just you know? excited nothing's got canceled yet. You know what yeah. I mean? And and it's still, everything's still a go. I, I mean, I think with the limited fans, you're going to see a thing like basketball or hockey or whatever that it's just like, I mean, they want to get the fans involved, but knowing that it's not going to be focused towards the fans in that aspect, it's going to, it's different. I mean, I know basketball is different. Just the way runs work and stuff like that. It's just seeing it with, it's like watching a UFC fight with no fans, and you can hear them people talking and yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, they'll they'll make their corrections too as they go. I think they have kind of in the NBA, you know, with the sneaker squeaking. Like I noticed it a lot the first couple games. I'm like, oh, this is freaking annoying. All the sneaker squeaking. Yeah. You don't hear it now because they probably figured that out and found a way to yep. correct that, so you're not hearing this. But it's it's. They, it's just minimizing it. It's like the guy, like the, like the right. guys that like they have yeah. the the linemen in the NFL that have a microphone on just to have some of that noise that they can sprinkle in. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, like, yeah. You need a little bit of it, but too much is, it gets annoying. Yeah, I mean they'll they'll work it somewhere. I mean I hope they do. I think I'm I'm so excited, man. They we need football, and it's it's what. But right right now, I think what's keeping everyone involved is definitely basketball. It's. It's not ideal with the bubble aspect of it. You but know what's crazy about that? The ratings are down in basketball. The ratings are down and the baseball is up. How is that possible? Well, baseball is not existent in the first place. So but I'm, how are the ratings up? Who the fuck knows? Well, well I other, mean, than, other than Boston because we're definitely not watching them. No, so. not right now. I think a lot of the people are focused on the Bruins and, and uh, the Celtics right now. And it really depends on how you play, especially in this area. Like, they, you know, they, everybody has love for the Red Sox, but if you can't get your shit together, like, you know what I mean? Like, nobody's, especially if we don't have to show up to the games, it's not really that hard to miss them, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But how about, uh, how about the fights last week, man? I had a great time. It was, I think, a little disappointing. It's, it was like, you know, I, I really haven't, because I work in food service, I haven't been out to eat since COVID started. But it seems like like there's a place that you really wanted to go, and then you went there, and then the food was kind of like subpar. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. You wanted it to be like real good, but they just like you know you know like it was like, yeah I know that all the time. There was no ice cubes in the ice water, and the chick was like just like just, like you're not even nice, and you're my waitress. You yeah. Know? Like, 
you yeah. know, things like that happen where we wanted a. I mean, I'm not not saying the main event wasn't great. It was a great fight, but overall, we wanted a little bit more. I think that two and a half, the over on that hit. Yeah. All day. I told you about that. And that under in the Sean O'Malley fight. I felt bad for Sean O'Malley. He got hurt again. That was that same injury he got. He suffered last time. Well, what, what did he suffer last time? It was his, uh, whatever, that bone that's right above your ankle. It's like a high ankle. Is it the Liz Frank thing? I don't know. What, no, what's, the, what's the Liz Frank Liz thing? Frank is, uh, it's, um, it's a, one of those bones that's in there. But it's, because what, what we saw was he... It looked like he rolled his ankle slash tried to do a breakdance move that we've seen our friend Giovanni do yeah. in the gym. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, oh, yeah. what the hell was that? But what it is is it's a it's an injury that ballet dancers get because they put so much pressure and the angle and stuff. Like it just gives up. You know what I mean? Like he, uh, but it like it stops your leg from working. It's almost like an Achilles. Like Achilles, you're done. But with that, like, like, he wasn't using that. You know what I mean? Like, he's not kicking with it. He could barely stand on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. It was non-existent. Well, did he, he tried, though, man. He but they tough. said, he, he tried they to said there was no structural damage, and it, it's more, like, ligament-type yeah. stuff. So, hopefully, he's back, you know, in less than a year. But Which made that, that fight go under. So, I actually had a nice little parlay with that. I lost on my DC, but, you know, it was a little disappointed. He went out... Uh, Yo, his his eye is, and we said it during the fight that his left eye got banged up before he took a full steep a three knuckles into his eye hole. Yeah. And then that really screwed it up. But when I saw the other night the memes of DC and um, what's his name, black dude with the wonky eye. The who? The the uh, what Nagano? What are you talking about? No, 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 no. The actor. Black eyes get a funny, funny eye. Oh, uh, I know who you're talking about. I'm, you got like the sexiest man alive. That my, that dude, the freaking dude from Australia. No, it's a black eye. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, dude. You're bringing him up. I know he's gonna, he's gonna mess that. He's got an eye, and then I saw Quasimodo, and he kind of looked like him too. But it wasn't cool. And he said after the fight, like, I don't. Oh, I'm sorry. <clears throat> Let's uh, take that. That story and roll it straight into Lloyd Christmas's picks of the week. Okay. Because uh, mine, mine has to go to referees and it has to go to Mock Gardard who told DC, "Sorry, pal, you got punched. Sit yeah, down, bud." Yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, eh. yeah. So. Of all the people, like think of all the people that fight in the UFC. You think DC's gonna be like lying about getting poked in the eye multiple time? Yeah. Double. He definitely didn't Weight get poked in the winner, eye. Weight class winner, you know what I mean? Like He definitely didn't get poked in the eye. He got poked in the eye. Right, that's what I mean. He, and uh, I, I don't know what he... I, I guess he said he's seen afterwards and he apologized to DC because he was wrong. Yeah. But he, But that's what I'm saying is if you don't have... If you didn't get a clear look at it, you can't be so definitive and say it was a punch, sit down. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sorry, champ. Don't think so. But my other referee pick for the Lloyd Christmas picks of the week is the ref that teed up Porzingis to get him kicked out of the oh, game. Oh my goodness! Okay? That was okay because he was man. defending Luca. Man, you got to Luca. Okay, but Luka. it wasn't that bad. But what I'm saying was, was it was it wasn't Marcus Morris was the guy who followed Luca, right? Right. And it was just like a lazy, fumbly kind yeah. of like held on to yep. him a little bit too long, was being a little cunty, whatever he was doing. You know what I mean? Luca said something. 
Porzingis came over, stood up for him, did what he was supposed to do. Okay, nobody fought anybody. Yeah. You know, Porzingis was a little excited, but fine. But that gets him teed up and kicked out of the game. But do you know why that got him kicked out of the game? Did you see what happened before that? The, uh, the, the block. Porzingis, the block? Yes. I didn't see the block. No, I didn't see the block. Okay, so he blocked the dude. Yeah. At the rim. Block, right? Yeah. And they gave Porzingis a foul. And Porzingis freaked out because he blocked him. Okay? Good block. They reversed the call and took the foul away from him, but didn't take the technical away from him. So the technical he got for standing up for Luka gave him his second of the game and got him kicked out when they're up by five. You know what I mean? As a referee, that's terrible. You're in the playoffs. You got to know that yeah. that technical like, is like, still garbage like to hockey, that first like hockey one. Play, you got to know that. Playoffs, you can't tee them up. Those like referees that. just like lose their whistle. That is when overtime starts. You know what I mean? Like it's got to be really blatant to say some shit. And you're gonna give somebody a technical for that for standing up for their best player when some thug is just grabbing him for no yeah, reason. Yeah, that's that's horrendous, bro. That that was definitely. And I didn't say thug because he was black. I said thug because like he's a tough basketball player and he fights other people. Yeah, I mean that was definitely a very stupid call. I I don't know how you do that. I like the refs just really, really did it for me. Yeah, but th- that was your. Uh, those those are my Lord. Those, all right, I'm gonna get to mines when we get to the baseball segment. But let's get back to the NBA uh, MMA real quick because there's some news. You see, Anderson Silva's coming back get, against get Uriah Hall. He's fighting Uriah Hall Whatever. on October 31st on Halloween. Whatever. They, I'm gonna Dude's throw, 45 years I'm old. I'm going to throw that fight into the uh, Tyson-Roy Jones fight now. Have you seen the what's come of this? Or no? See what's it? come of it? No, I just heard they're fighting. Like, okay, what do you mean? well, so it's changed now. Oh, so they're not fighting now? They've moved it back, and it leaked. Somebody said something. I don't know who said what. Third-hand story, but they said nobody was going to try to knock anybody else out. Well, I I read that originally though too. I read that originally. I didn't I didn't know they pushed it back though. Yeah, I they did pushed it back a couple weeks. And then check it out. But then yeah, it's like even Roy Jones said, yeah, right. Like Mike's not going to try to knock me out. Yeah, like, of course. Like I already know what I'm signing up for. He's a murderer. Right. Like Roy Jones got the feet. Get out of the way. Yeah. If you I, don't get out of the way, you're going to get knocked out. But Anderson Silva is 45, dude. He should not be fighting no more. He, he I don't know a lot about Uriah Hall, but Uriah Hall's getting old too. He fought one of the, he won one of the first like uh, Ultimate Fighters, like real good. Damn, he's okay. kind of big. I know, I know what you're leader. talking about. Yeah, whatever. Him. So Anderson Silva's won for his last fight. He like just got TKO'd. Yeah. In 2019, he's, he's so okay. Four of his last five. When that when that streak of his last win was 2017. Yeah, it's Derek yeah, Brunson. When the okay, so when these last five last five five fights started, when was that? It was probably 2015. Right. Like, get out of here. It's, and he's just. I don't know. It's not going to. You want a paycheck? I heard he has mad kids, like twelve kids. Prob- or that's like that. like then that's what it is because he's not going to make a run and win a championship. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Adesanya beat him up. What happens if he fought Paulo Costa? He fought in 2019. He Romero. Fought, he what fought, if he fought Romero? He and fought Romero last punched year. In the face. That, that fight was last year that he lost. Yeah. We'll see. But he, I mean, but he fought. When was that when he fought uh, Alessandra? That wasn't too at, long ago. At least a year ago. At least. A year. I was going to say two years. So Maybe I, mean, la- I was going to say last summer. 
but it could have been longer. You know what I mean? And didn't that fight go the distance? I'm pretty sure that fight went the distance, but I just think Alessandro didn't want to knock his ass out, to be honest with you. Felt like he Whatever. was toying with him the whole time. Yeah. And uh, obviously the news with Bones Jones. Yeah, that's uh, the, I. you could have figured something like this was going to happen where because the UFC doesn't have like real managers, like nobody's, like if somebody's like your fight manager, like he runs your gym, he right. doesn't run your social media. So you can say whatever you want. So dudes like John Jones or, or whoever, they've been sitting on this since they announced the fight. Like there's people that are going to tweet at or just after this Adesanya Costa fight about another crazy fight. You know what I mean? Like, well, there's nobody that, there's no coach that's going to stop them and tell them, like, they can't say that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you have a, a crazy idea, you think you want to do something, or somebody you want to fight and it can, you can make it happen, put it out there, man. Go for it. Well, they, they just uh, named a bunch of fights. You see this Korean zombie in Ortega? They set that for October 17th. Yep. We have, I don't know if we talked about it on here, but we have talked about that. Yeah, or Ortega, those two hate each other, man. That's going to be a good fight. It's a good fight. Ortega's 14-1. I like him. Yeah, and then uh, Curtis Blades with Derek Lewis, November 28th. See, that, but that's the, whole, that's the whole new thing because I've heard, and I was going to make this Lord Christmas's picks of the weeks, but it's uh, the lines against Stipe for his next two potential fights. Have you seen these? He, it's Nagano. He's frightening. It's either He's Nagano, the, Nagano the, the, the two, the two potential fights that have been made lines for in Vegas is Nagano and John Jones, and he is an underdog for both of those. Who Stipe? Yeah. Yeah. So, I I would think you would be. You know what I mean. So you can bet uh, you can bet against him. I will take him in those fights. We'll just You'll take Stipe. Yeah. In either one of those fights. Um, I know Francis is dangerous, but Francis wants to fight John Jones. So, if John Jones wants to fight him, and like that, but that's the super fight. Like you can make that fight, and it's not even for a title. You know what I mean? Like the thing is, I I don't know if 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 Dana White, what's up, what's up with him in the John Jones situation? Because that's the only way that this that, is going to happen. That's the we thing. We can talk about it, and that's I, the I thing is that John Jones has made John Jones is one is not one of he is the most gifted. If you want to make money. martial artists in the world, he's one. He's the best ever. Like pound for pound, if if, yeah. if you know what I mean. Like if you could put Michael Jordan's brain in his body, like he's got the be- the most skills. He's the best, but he's just made like eight too many bad decisions. You know what I mean? Like so, you can't really take him seriously. He's a little bit out. Like he's way he's way more out there than Conor McGregor. You know what I mean? Like he makes Conor McGregor look like a normally functioning human being. But he's also such a better fighter when in his prime like he just brings it dude like he's he's a he's never lost no this dude is dude he, this is going to be the third time that he's vanquished the belt and he's or vacating the belt and he's never even lost it he's never lost it no and but that's what i'm saying is like he's he's the best ever but he just didn't know how to do it you know but professionally, like what he wants to do now, I honestly think he just wants to be called the baddest man on the planet. Yeah, you gotta be the yeah, heavyweight yeah. to do that. So, so he, he so wants that, to go. So up. that's that's the that's the one and done. He, 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 he wins that up. and he's done. You he know said, what I mean? Yeah, he says, Dana, I want to go up. Dana says, Nah, I don't think so. So he's kind of pissed about it. And yep. all right, well, well, I don't that's know where that's I, where yeah. Dana that's where Dana has 
the one up on him is if he, he says, okay, you want to go to heavyweight? You want to go to heavyweight? You have to fight Francis first before you can fight Stipe. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you, ha- you can't just let John Jones go... Fuck my belt, and now I want his belt. And he can't fight anybody else in right, between. Well, you got to fight somebody. Well, I mean, that's why... And because Francis has been calling him out, it has he has to make it a fight now. That's why I think DC's done, too. Because DC's not interested in anything but fighting for yeah, championships. Yeah, he's not, he's and not, if you're not waiting around. Give him a championship, he's not waiting around. He's I'm already done. fought John Jones twice. So what else can he do? So he's done. And, you know, and it is what it is. I'm not the big... I, I would have lost, though, because I would have bet that you would have seen DC cry. <laughs> and, nah. and you didn't see him cry. No, nah, I, I nah, thought nah, you were nah. gonna see the cry either win He's... or lose. But he was more disappointed and pissed and just yeah left. And I think when when you're that big into into the wrestling scene, like MMA is just like an add on to wrestling. You know what I mean? Like that's the way of life. So it's it's just like leaving a job, you know. And I, I mean, it's a really good job, and he's definitely not leaving because he's now he's gonna go with his one eye and commentate fights with Joe Rogan forever. Because Joe Rogan likes him, so why why would they do yeah, anything else? You know, that's it. They they just gonna live it up, man. That's that's an awesome. So fight. this weekend's fights, we've got headlined by Frankie Edgar, who I think is your age, could be my age. And he how how can you headline a fight when you're not even in the top fifteen? I don't know. How is that possible? You know, and I, I have... There's nobody else that can do that? Frankie... The, the, there is, but it's just Frankie Edgar's name is what it is, man. The Come pe- on. Like, I looked up the, the weight class today, and I'm just looking at, like, ten other people that... And I'm like, why... Those people can headline a fight. Why does it have to be... Like, and, the, and the thing is, too, is this fight has been canceled and pushed... Well, it wasn't canceled. You know, pushed back, like, twice already. So if it's being pushed back, I, it better not be... In, Push back because of Frankie Edgar. Because if so, you just find somebody else. But this is something that we've talked about before as well. Is this is the best time? You've got the most, the the deepest field. Let's do one night that has three bantamweight fights. Like let's see who the best in the weight class is and what the next fights are going to be. Like let's do them all right now. Like it's not a tournament, but you know what I mean. Like this guy's going to fight this guy. This guy's going to fight that guy. He's going to fight him, and we'll know that. Between these three people that won, you know, where this, you know, division should go. Yeah, yeah. I think after like, after this fight, I think you're going to see Frankie Edgar retire because this is a pick of the week. I got, I got to go with Munoz here. I got to go with Munoz. This is a pick. Absolutely. Mark it down. He's minus 240. But I mean, Frankie Edgar's plus two hundred. Like he he. Speaking of also, who needs to retire? The, that Junior Dos Santos fight. You seen him? Yeah, we. I he, mean, come on, Drew, that, that, that was my that was three my, straight. That was my you better win last week, and I'm not my pick of the week. Or that was week. his third like, straight knockout loss. Third yeah. straight. I mean, hey, like, after this fight with Frankie Edgar, you're gonna say the same. So put your money on Munoz right there. He's gonna win if you want to sprinkle in a little parlay. Uh, I'm not the biggest Saint Pru guy. I don't know if you are, Drew. He he's he looks fighting. he looks really good to me. I don't know. I don't know. He his his last fight. I, I don't know if he just tried to go up to heavyweight in his last fight against uh, Browell, the big dude. He just he got destroyed. Come on, that dude owned him the whole fight. Now he's going back down to light heavy. I I'm I'm going opposite Saint Pru. I'm going on Manfield. So, what, what I think you do a little sprinkle with that. That that'll get 
get you a nice little parlay if you ain't doing none it's an espn plus it's not a pay-per-view so if you got that you can watch that all right so um that's about it for the mma or i guess we'll jump into the next car but i mean that that card's garbage the bellet i was telling same we'll saying this off there the bellator card is so much better yeah i mean they can really and those are friday night fights right I believe they are, and again, they're right down the street. I wish we could like go and watch because I've yeah, I've never seen a straight live MMA fight, but they got Roy Nelson fighting. They got Julia Budd, who's supposed to be a really, really good woman's uh, featherweight fighter. Yep, and uh, Ryan Beta is is headlighting that. He's an awesome freaking light heavyweight dude. I remember him fighting in the UFC, and he's been tearing it up over in. Uh, Bellator, he's the light heavyweight champ. So uh, that that's a better card than the UFC this weekend. Step your game up, Dana. That's terrible, guy. Yeah. You should be on Lloyd Christmas's plays of the week with that card. Yeah, we we, we want better, man. We're, we're headlining the fight with Frankie Edgar. Like, where's Aljamain Sterling? That's he can terrible. headline a fight. Of course he can. Please, of we want to see. We want to see who wants to fight for this belt. Not guys that... He's fighting for the belt next. So I think that's what his next fight is. And yeah, definitely not we'll Frankie see. Edgar. Nah, Frankie Edgar's garbage. He's done. All Hang right, so up, speaking bro. of Lloyd Christmas plays of the week, we can roll right into baseball. Right into it. Baseball. Right into it. Because I don't know how you feel about freaking unwritten rules, dude. Let me, t- let me tell you about unwritten rules. You oh know how, you know how many there are in right. baseball? I don't care how many there are. And secondly, there's probably like 20... That they already got rid of. Listen, day, listen you know to saying? me. So, I don't want to hear about your unwritten rules. Unwritten rules don't fly, uh, fly in the professionals, bro. This isn't Little League. You can do the unwritten rules in Little League. You, all right, let's not run up to schools as little kids and all that. But these are grown-ass men. This kid's 21 years old, man. This kid's not even... He can barely, barely buy a bear. And I, he's freaking hit, having seven RBI games against you. Play better. That, that, yeah, that's really what it is... Uh, so if you the, the great uh, Mike, Michael Irvin's quote was if you don't want us to dance keep us out of the end zone right so if and my other favorite story is is when uh, Jim Harbaugh started coaching for Stanford and he beat and ran up the score on UFC USC and Pete Carroll was upset and yelled yeah. at him about running the score yeah and he's looking at him he's like bro. You wrote up the score on everybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are you bitching about somebody else? Like, of course. Stop us from scoring. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like, it, we watched a hockey game tonight that was 7-1. to one. Do you know why they didn't stop scoring? Because it's their job to score goals. Right. Okay? And if you can't stop them from scoring them, they're just going to keep scoring. I'm not going to stop scoring goals because... I feel better. Like I want you to feel better about yourself. So you know if you I mean? so if you don't know what happened, let me explain it to you. All right, they're up. It's the eighth inning. They're up ten to three. Seven run lead. Okay. Yeah. Bases are juiced. This guy's up three balls, no no strikes. This is Fernando Tatis Jr. This is but an if you up and coming star. If you know this dude's an up and coming star. And I don't even know if it's an unwritten rule, but I mean it is. A three zero pitch is what. It's going to be a fastball right Where? down the middle. Right down the middle, you, right? Of course. And you're supposed to take it. Well, he took high and outside, 94, and deposited like 400 feet away in the bleachers in the right field. Opposite field, just poked it out there. Okay? And it, Dude, it, my whole thing is if you don't like it, 
Make a better 2-0 pitch. Like, me as a batter, dude, you're trained to work that count that way. This is the same thing like Johnny Bench came out and defended. Everybody's defending this kid. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me? And the thing is, because he apologized. This kid apologized for hitting a grand slam. Like, yeah, yeah. Are you kidding me? You don't when, apologize when, when for that, man. When did you ever in your life think that you would pol- apologize for hitting a grand slam? Right. You, you, don't, you don't apologize for like, that I hit, I hit a grand slam for my mom. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care that you're upset that we were beating you by 14 runs now. But the, be- like, but the best care. thing is, is that he kind of took that apology back when they're up again big the next day and he steals third base. And he pretty much said, I'm taking this apology back. Fuck you. It's the same You know thing. what I mean? It's the like, same taking thing. it back. But it, it's so bad that, like, some of these ML guys, let me just read to you what some of these guys have come out and said to this guys. Like, uh... Uh, Delino DeShields about the year when he stole uh, 101 bags in the minor leagues. And um, he was up by a lot. And the, the pitcher, pretty much he was like, uh, he wasn't gonna, he thought he wasn't going to steal. And he ended up freaking stealing. And he was like, let the kids play. He ended up getting 101 stolen bases, broke the record. And, you know, just all these guys coming out and saying that basically don't apologize. Trevor Bowers, my new favorite guy in baseball, just comes out, defends what he says, everything the way he says. Keep swinging three zero if you want. The only thing you did wrong was freaking stop apologizing. Yeah. Garrett Cole came out and said, "Dude, a grand slam is hot to hit it. Pretty much swing whenever it is." Big Pop, he said, "You kidding me? I'm taking a freaking hack." Oh yeah. Every like, time. Every like, are you kidding me? I and I'm I actually I've done this. I've hit a grand slam on a three zero count in college. It was a little different. It was in the playoffs and it was a close game. But the thing was, as a batter, you're taught to eliminate these pitches. Eliminate them. I knew a fastball yeah, was coming. Yeah, don't, don't throw don't, me a fastball. But, but it's don't take. Get it's all take. Like, yeah, like, no. Why am I going to take? That's what's wrong take. with baseball. Yeah. Take pitches? This is what pisses me off, man. Seriously. So the bonehead, it, it goes, my Lloyd Christmas freaking play of the week. It's Chris Wordward, this manager for the Rangers. Because he's, he's all freaking pissed off about it. You see, the very next batter, Manny Machado, comes up. They throw behind him three times in a row. Are you serious? But then Manny Machado's the one that's going to get suspended for 20 games when he charges them out. Right. That's you what know? I mean. So stop. And he's the bad guy. Right. And like, oh. And then, well, but. If, so who gets the, the Lloyd Christmas the most? Or is it the, uh, Jace Tingler, the San Diego manager? Yeah, who, that's who it, gets it. Who that's didn't even guy. defend his player. Yeah, that's the guy who's like. Didn't hey, even hey, defend his player. Well, Are you kidding me, bro? I, I watched the replay of. of but. Jace Tingler says that he gave him the take sign, and if you and he watch, missed it, and he missed it. Get the f- I mi- watch, watch. They, they, I saw. I forget who, who the the YouTube channel was, but they show it, and he literally did not turn. Like he didn't look past the pitcher. Like he didn't even look to third base. Right. You know what I mean? So, but he doesn't care. But and he also says in that statement though that some guys have the green light. Okay, he doesn't have the green light. This guy is leading the league in steals, home runs, RBIs, Everything. on base percentage, slugging percentage. He doesn't have a green light. He Are you have kidding a green me? Everything. You're contradicting what you're saying in your own statement. Dude. Well, what I was thinking today was like when you think about baseball, and it's more. The time that we started, because that's when we started playing baseball. But in like the early, late eighties, early nineties, into two thousands, baseball was great because of the great players and those personalities. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the dudes that didn't give a shit. We had like my favorite pitcher of all time who was Randy Johnson. Oh, like, I love them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Awesome. Like Pedro. I love Pedro. Like, Pedro was great. Guys. And, like, but it was people that like they play the way they want to play. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So we 
like those guys. Like the, and that's the best thing about baseball is like you can find those random dudes, like pitchers or whatever. Like remember John Rocker? Yeah, like that dude was crazy. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And dude, it's, it's dude. So San Diego to the Padres. They get real back to the San Diego. San, the they've lost multiple games last year by more than seven runs. Yeah, seven runs is like nothing, dude. Mm-hmm. I watched the Red Sox give up seven runs the other day <laughs> with two outs. Yeah, there good. was two outs with a rock guy on first base. All of a sudden, the freaking seven they runs. score seven runs just yeah. like that. Like, are you serious? They're good. At, they're good at doing that right now. So. And not only that, but the that, problem with San Diego is that San Diego is always going to find a way to screw it up. You know why though? This, so this this uh, the San Diego manager. Guess who he was a uh, a coach for last year? Jace Tingler. He has a really weird name. So he was a coach for the Rangers underneath this dude, Chris Woodward. Oh, so it's and like... Chris Woodward is also the guy last year against the Red Sox who accused them of freaking. So he basically. He accused the Red Sox of not swinging when the count, like, to lead off, like, to the batter to lead off. Basically, he left Mike Miner in the game, and he wanted him to get, like, you know, his 200th, 2,000 strikeout, 200 strikeout, whatever it was. And he was, like, gassed up. So he's like, all right, you just, like, I need you to, like, get some strikeouts. He needs one strikeout. Okay. So the guy came up, led off, swung at the very first pitch, popped it up. Very next guy for the Red Sox swung at the very first next pitch, grounded out. The next guy swung at the very first pitch, did the same thing. So, like, they were pissed. And they're like, you're doing that on purpose. Yep. You know what I mean? And he accused them of doing it on purpose. Yep. So, if you can't swing when you have no strikes, no balls, and you can't swing when it's 0-3, when can you swing? Can you swing when it's 0-2? Can you swing then? Like, I don't get it. When can you swing the bat? It's... It's these unwritten rules, the way that they think things should be. Like when you you look at hockey, like there's enforcers, and then there's like the great players that nobody can touch. You know what I mean? And then the playoffs, they don't fight as much. But what happens is like that you have those enforcers to try to like do what they do, but the great guys are never going to get touched. Yeah. So that not only that, Juski. So. They got pissed off at the Red Sox. They left this pitcher in the very next inning. They did the same thing, but the last batter popped up and foul ball. They let the foul ball go because yep. they wanted him to get the, the yeah, strike. To get so, so he did that. What's the unwritten rule in that? Yeah, exactly. Like, are you kidding nope. me with these guys? So who's the bigger bonehead in your eyes? Is it, is it the San Diego manager or is it the Rangers manager? Well, I don't know. I'm giving the award to, the award to Woodward, but they they both deserve it. it, it they both. It would have to it. go to the 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 Rangers manager for even saying anything. Yo, you t- know what I mean? Like t- Tatis, don't apologize, bro. Please don't. Don't keep doing your thing. Swing. Just, yeah, just whatever count that, it is. I don't job. care, baby. They pay you. got you, my green light. They swing pay that. You to hit the baseball. Oh, that's horrendous, man. That's what's wrong with baseball. And these ratings are up. I hope they're up in San Diego when you got someone like Fernando Tatis playing because the Red Sox right now got nobody. If I had to watch this for 160 games, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, but, I mean, you're lucky, lucky enough to know that it's going to end soon. And well, what has to we end? can hope for August 31st is when it ends. That that's when the whole luxury cap resets. We'll set everything, but you know, JD has to go. I don't like his attitude lately. He didn't play today. Bailey played the. He wanted to. They asked him to come in and pinch hit the other day. He said, "No, nah, I don't like pinch hitting. I don't like hitting in this spot." Like, yeah. since when are you picky? You gotta go. He has an opt out, anyways. Let's see if we can get some pitch. And what's interesting is because this deadline's less than two weeks away. Those two pitches for the Indians, and you see this, they're good pitches. They're young. The uh, Clevenger and Plesac. Okay. 
the two dudes that did the COVID thing, they went out. Did you see this? And uh, no. Clevenger. So he, Clevenger didn't say anything that he went out with this guy. Like he snuck out separate and went out with the dude. Didn't say anything. Went back on the team flight back to them. Once they got back, then he like kind of let them know that he, and the, the plays were pissed. Yeah. Like, bro, you put us all at risk. The uh, veteran catcher threatened to, like he said, I'm not playing anymore. I'll opt out right now if those two guys are on the act- active roster. Yeah. And a lot of players came out and said that. So they these are really good pitches that are young that they pretty much sent in their, uh, you know, not their farm team this year because they're not playing, but they're, you know, lower where they have guys working out their training facility and all yeah. that. So what are they going to do with them? you got to trade them. They need an outfielder. Let's trade some J.D. Everybody's available. Trade yeah. J.D., trade Jackie. I would like to keep Alex Verdugo. I like what I've seen from the kid the last couple of days. He loves it. He's playing with fun energy. I do, I do like Verdugo. I, he, I, would, I would like to see you keep Verdugo, Devers. I mean... And Bogarts. Yeah. And those, those three, everybody else, yeah. everybody else is available. Uh, pitchers, everybody. I mean, we need them. So after that, the only thing we got left is the uh, PGA playoff. Yeah, you told me that you have a, a pick, so yeah. I, I need to I need to hear this out. Yeah, I'm going. I'm going with Jason Day. You going with Jason Day? Yeah, right. I uh, kind of looked into it a little bit too. He shoots really well at this course. He's finished second. He's finished third. He's finished a handful of times uh, in the top eight here. So I think that this could be. Uh, this could be it. So I picked him, and I was like, "Let me look at his odds, just see to see see what his odds are." And he's actually the favorite. I, I didn't really. Yeah, I, he's, I wouldn't he's plus one thousand. I wouldn't guess he was the favorite, but when it comes to this, like you you were saying earlier that uh, he's that uh, you know Tiger's going to be there and Phil's going to be there. Everybody's going to be there because this is week one of. Well, they said Tiger next week is going to the BMW one. I don't think he's going to be playing this week. Well, but I think you have to do it. Like it, it go. It's like a point system. So depending on where you finish, that's how many points you get. So I think you have to play. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like Brooks Kepka. Because I didn't see Brooks Kepka is line. injured and said he couldn't play, and because he's like. So maybe he. Okay, so maybe he wasn't on the lines when I looked at the lines because he didn't confirm he was playing. Oh, oh there he is. I, he's up there now. He's plus two thousand now. Yeah, Tiger is. I mean, the thing is, is they they play this playoff every year, and I mean, yeah, boy, maybe, Bryson DeChambeau is plus eleven hundred. Yeah, it, uh, I, I'm I'm looking at uh, DeChambeau, uh, DJ, Dustin Johnson, um, plus two thousand, and then uh, the, the other two is uh, Justin Thomas and Colin Morikawa. So those two have just been playing really good lately. But this thing is like they play these four playoffs four weeks in a row every year, and outside of major championships. If you win these four weeks and have all the points at the end of four weeks when you leave Atlanta, yeah. you get the FedEx Cup and $10 million. So it's great to win a major championship, Yeah, but I would like to win this cup in $10 million. Absolutely. I don't know about you. But, um, I'd like to win some money on Jason Day this week. Even if I put 10 bucks on it, that would be 100 bucks. But like I said last week when, when, when we were t- the last uh, time we talked about golf and it was a major championship... Things like that are going to happen. We have these courses that these guys play at every time they play these playoffs. So these guys have played here year in and year out trying to win this championship. So they know this course. They've focused on this course. It's right down the road. It's an Arnold Palmer built course. Uh, many people think it's one of the best. It's very nice. Uh, you have a shoot there? No, I've, I've walked it once, but 
I haven't been able to play, but I actually tried to get a job there so I could play the free on Phil's Monday. plus 10,000. And guys like that, because Phil's still, he's still trying to hit bombs. So he's, I mean, I don't know if he's going to win, but if you can get him some money inside the top, I five, mean, the top 10. That's some pretty excellent value right there, huh? Yeah. But even people like Jordan Spieth. Plus uh, 6,600. Jordan Spieth, yeah. So there's got and then like Paul Casey from last week. What what's he at now? Because I know he's he's made it into the playoffs after that major championship runner up. Wow, Bob is plus twelve twelve thousand five hundred. Jeez. Yeah, and uh, uh, Bob is not done yet, so he still hits really long golf balls. So yeah, there I'm, are options. I might mess around with that, but um. That's about it. I can't watch it. You know what they need to do? They need to get one of these really good, like, older athletes to get on the tour. Because that, that would interest me a lot more. If we seen, like, a John Smoltz shooting. I heard John Smoltz is nasty. John Smoltz is really good. Tony uh, Romo is real good, yeah, right? Good. Jerry Rice was uh, playing competitive. He played on, the like, the minor league yeah. golf tour. He played a couple weeks. I hear Smoltz is, like, unreal, though. Yeah, he, hits, he has a hole-in-one on a par four. Yeah, or, like... With his driver. I was looking at some of the... Uh... uh Distance. I think there's like a uh, one of the holes this weekend. It's like 600 yards. Dude. Yeah, there's, that's a, a, there's a big one. That's a big that, one. That, man. that course has been on uh, the Tiger Woods golfs back in the day and stuff like that. So like you can you can really check out that course if you want to get into it. But uh, it's it's really nice. It's a lot of woods, elevation change. Yeah, a lot of like marshy areas and stuff. It's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, that's probably what I'm gonna do. I, I might do a little a little golf, put some money on it, but I can't watch it. But like I said, <laughs> they, they got they like I said, they got to put something like that, an athlete that makes me want to watch it a little bit. I maybe I'll watch it a little bit. It's a little too boring for me, but um, that that would keep at least keep me interested a little bit more. But we got some uh, the Seattle Storm. I don't know if you've seen that, man. But still going dude, strong. <laughs> they're on. They won by forty yesterday, Drew. <laughs> They're just beating up on these rules, girls. They don't care. That's the lock every time they Let's play, go. guys. They're playing tomorrow night, I believe, against uh, the Indiana Fever. Take a look at that. Doesn't matter what the line is. They're gonna cover. They, they're that team. They're gonna win it all. That's Jay's Jay's lock of the season. I'm telling you, and I'll look at this because it could happen over the weekend. It can happen anytime. They're, they're gonna start adjusting these lines to all these NBA teams going over. So you be on the wear of that. Now that they catch that, they're gonna bump these overs up. And then they're gonna start going under because you got to play some defense in the playoffs to win. Yeah, you you got to you got to start doing it. I mean, you you seen some upsets, huh? With, with Milwaukee getting upset. Yeah, two eights one. Yeah, Milwaukee. I mean, Portland really isn't an eight. But... Portland's really good, you know. And I feel like I said I feel bad for Gordon Haywood. He's gonna stay home, but you know. We'll see uh, what happens. The, the Celtics are winning, correct? Yeah, they're winning, but they're going to need Gordon Hayward in, in the next series, definitely. I mean, against Toronto. Because he, he's he's their fourth option, he's man. He's out what? He is. A month? Well, Two months? They, they say it's a grade three sprain, which him, I, he's definitely going to be out four weeks. Yeah. I'm saying you just go home. Uh, rest up. Hopefully, I mean, go home for two weeks. Quarantine there for two weeks. Come back here. Quarantine. No, for two you weeks. no. Listen, you're gonna go home and you're gonna stay there till that kid happens. And then, when, once you give birth, once your wife gives birth, and you feel like uh, you can leave the family and come back, yeah, you come, come back. Because don't come back and then you have to leave and then come back again. You know what I yeah. mean? So just stay home, rehab but it, there, and, be and get it done. Quarantine period when they, he gets back to the team. Right. So. Like, you, you got to factor that in, too. Like, you know, like, you're, you're feeling good. Like, 
let's get here and get this two week this two week quarantine out of the way. So yeah, do you think any of those teams got their shot? The Blazers or, or the Magic with that upset? That I'm telling you, that might be a lock tomorrow. They have, tomorrow they, night. They have a. They, I think they have a chance at an upset of a series, but neither one of those teams are going to win a conference finals. So. Well, I think the better chance of the upset is is the Blazers. Yeah, um, for sure. I think Milwaukee's going to come back real strong tomorrow. So take a look yeah, at that line. Yeah, what they're I, not going to be happy about that. Yeah, what but, I uh, what I've been doing is teasing tease, tease them up tomorrow. At a team with a team you like, like tonight, I got uh, I teased the Celtics and, and the Clippers, and the Celtics are up by twenty right now. I teased them both, so I got both the lines at even. So now I just need the Clippers to come through for me tonight. That's how you got to do the basketball. Tease them down. Um, but watch out for that. Um, but I'm real pumped, man. I've been happy about it. I'm, I'm pretty sad to say the ratings are down because I think it's been the most entertaining for me. That and the hockey, I've been watching a lot of that playoffs. So It's good. I like it. Um, yeah, it's awesome. Go C's. Go go B's. Um Thanks for listening again, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, um, shout out to uh, Pablo Ricardo. Yeah. Playing us in and playing us out. Um, hope we'll be getting better for you guys, but we're going to keep giving you some more winners. Um, but, hey, appreciate it. You guys all have a good week. Catch you next week for some more straight knowledge. Straight knowledge.